Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Black Girl Healing. I am your host, Nakima. Um, so we left off on writing a letter last week, and I just want to tell y'all how my letter writing went and what I've learned so far about it. Um, I've learned a lot about my healing process now as an adult that it's not a very healthy one. I am a sweep things under the rug, get over it type of gal. And that has never been something that I've addressed as I've grown up through the years. So in writing this letter, I had to really tear those things down. I had to tear down um, sweeping it under the rug and and ignoring it. I had to sweep, um, I had to sweep. (laughs) I had to tear down, you know, um, not giving attention to it and therefore you don't feel the emotions connected to it oh my goodness that writing my letter was a big eye-opener for me and it it uh put a lot of things in perspective on how I feel about things now as an adult um but um the one thing that I felt almost immediately when I started writing was I was like really mad and irritated and like a deep hatred and anger just like arose in me all of a sudden as I was writing it um and I I I mean I kept going I kept writing I kept pouring out my heart in this letter um but another thing that I noticed that was like kind of creeping up on me unexpectedly was this vulnerability and and I did not I did not like that I did not expect that um I I didn't expect to be so vulnerable and for my emotions to be so raw. Um, But I I wrote it and I just want to say thank you to everyone that, you know, said they were going to write with me this week. You telling me that you were going to write your letter with me this week really gave me the strength and courage to write my own letter. So I really, really appreciate you. Um, Everybody that reached out to me after the first episode, I really, really appreciate all of you guys. it really encouraged me to keep going so here we are on episode two um but yeah I wrote my letter and I don't I don't think that I'm fully healed from you know that situation but I've taken a step that I would have never otherwise taken if you know it wasn't for you guys encouraging me the way you did it it was something I would definitely been uh I guess content with taking to my grave and never talking about and the fact that I wrote about it and I felt what I felt and I, you know, exposed myself vulnerably in that letter, I feel free in a sense, in a way I feel different. And it, before I wasn't even able to think this person's name without wanting to like vomit. And that's how much power this person still had over my my mind and my body to this day. Um, and it happened over like 25 years ago. So. I wasn't even able to think their name without feeling this way. So after writing my letter, I was able to say their name, like Craig, you know, and it didn't hurt and it didn't, I didn't have to say it with venom or with anger or malice in my mouth or anything like that. It's more so I feel I can pray for that person. I can give it to Yahweh. I can move on and I don't have to carry that pain anymore. It's not for me to carry. So I'm really grateful to everybody that said they were going to write their letter with me. Everybody that gave me encouragement, everybody that sent text messages and called me and voice notes, y'all really like blessed me in so many ways. So thank you. 
and let's get started on the episode. This week we're talking about daddy issues because I got them, okay? I have legit daddy issues and I wanted to start this episode off with um, talking about a cousin of mine who you you could just absolutely tell she loves her dad and he absolutely adores her um the way like she lights up when she speaks about her dad and it in the way that you know she still says daddy even though she's grown she's a grown woman grown with her own kids you know and she still says daddy and that that means a lot to me um you could tell she's just a daddy's girl and that he was a hands-on type of dad that taught his kids and um would teach his grandkids even that when he passed away they were really affected by his love and his presence not being with them every day he took his stewardship as a dad and a granddad so seriously that his passing truly made an impact on the people who called him dad and granddaddy looking at their relationship and realizing I did not have that I don't have that I don't have that type of relationship with my dad and that brings me to my daddy issues right I I wish I had a real relationship with my dad. I grew up with a stepdad and um, for a time he was what every little girl wanted their dad to be present for one. Okay. And just like every other little girl, I bragged about my dad, like my dad could whoop your dad. And for years, he always came to my rescue. He was a giant in my mind and I viewed him as the best dad in the world. Because with him, I'm going to tell my dad held weight. And I knew that. Um, However, as I grew up and I started putting things together, like one one plus one equals two, right? And I realized he wasn't the superhero I thought him to be. And that to me was the most hurtful. That to me was the most painful realization in my life was that my hero went to villain in one day and when I say pain when I say heartbreak I mean if I can't trust him in this world what man can I trust I mean he's the one who was there every day to I don't want to see his face you know when you're a kid you fear your dad in that way of like oh snap if dad finds out it's up for me like I'm gonna be in trouble but after that day I, I, I would say that there was no more fear for me, for my stepdad. I thought him like to be a coward, you know? And since my biological dad and me didn't have a relationship and I kind of felt like he didn't want me. And the only man that I understood to be my dad was like a monster to me. I felt so fucking alone. And this world felt so cold to me that I kind of built up this you know this tough skin this barrier around my heart and I felt 
I felt so unwanted and I felt like I didn't matter to anyone. And this is how I grew up. This is how I grew up in my mind, in my heart and in my body that no one wanted me for me and no one cared about me for me. And I grew up treating myself as such. Um, I grew up in life thinking and feeling like my real dad didn't want me. My stepdad never really loved me. My relationship with my mom as I grew and developed into a young woman wasn't a very healthy dynamic. So I began to look at men in this unhealthy way. For starters, I started dating and liking boys and girls, if I'm being honest, at a very young age, at a very like, you shouldn't even been thinking about this at all, a young age. Um, going from my history and going from everything that I've been through from a child into adolescence, it makes sense statistically that I would start thinking of boys and girls at this age. Um, I think my confusion came from not being able to trust men and ultimately being afraid of them. So, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? Which, which way am I supposed to go? When I did date people, I chose people older than me. I felt like, you know, they knew better. They were, I was just more attracted to them or, you know, I feel like they were just ahead in life. And even as a kid, I'm like, now I'm like, what do I know about being ahead in life? You know, as I was what, 11? What, what do you know about being ahead in life? You know, nothing. So um, I dated people that were older than me. I would place them on this pedestal of being so much better than me and that I had to do whatever I could to make them happy so that they wouldn't leave me and and that I wouldn't be alone. So I would put myself in situations that I'm, you know, ashamed to say we're not the most complimentary, not the most safe, not the most smart, but I did it because I had daddy issues and I'm not going to say that's the all and be all of my issues, but it it has a it places a big placeholder on, you know, what I went through and what I was going through and my mentality. Um, I didn't take value in myself or what I specifically wanted. It, it, it wasn't really about me. It was more so like just not being alone and not being alone, not only not being alone, but not being alone with my pain or my thoughts. So these issues ran so deep. It's, it was insane. But at the time I didn't know that I had to grow to understand and heal myself and find that although these are although these were my struggles they were not who I was and I had to figure out how to set up boundaries with boys and not using my body as currency for love but finding the value in myself as a person I thought my body was all I had to offer so that's what I offered and it wasn't until I met my husband that I learned so much about myself, self-love, and which I didn't have a lot of, right? Um, but I learned that I had like an anxious attachment style of of being in love with people. And I, I realized that when I met my husband. So I met him at 15, right? And I was, when I say I was throwing it throwing myself sexually at this guy as often as I possibly could 
which wasn't normal for a 16 year old right to be throwing themselves sexually at somebody um not even what six months into a relationship and he told me no every time he turned me down cold every single time and he and I was to be like there's something wrong with this dude right because I used to just when I say throw it at him I'm I'm talking all stops babes all stops okay judge me if you want to but I, I this is what I did and I'm being honest so I threw it at him he said no he was like you're gonna you need to get to know me you need to first of all figure out why this is where is your go-to for showing me you love me and he forced me to open up to him in a way that I was not prepared for it was be vulnerable to me tell me what's going on with you tell me what's what's bothering you what makes you feel like this is how you need to show me love and he was the first person that I ever told what happened to me as a child and adolescence and all that stuff the first person I broke down and told and he never ever looked at me like I was broken or damaged but he looked at me like I was beautiful and strong and capable offering my heart for love and not my body for love and I will always be grateful to God for bringing him in my life and waking me up to what died in me all those years ago which was that I mattered so much more than just appeasing the, the sexual desires of others but that I had a heart and it began to beat and I opened up emotionally which was scared scary for me but once you know I opened up emotionally and vulnerably to this person I was I was already on my way to healing and didn't even know it and I'm eternally grateful to my person for being um strong-willed in himself as well to know that I'm not just gonna give it up to this girl because she throwing it at me like she wanted to get to know me she wanted to get to know Justin and she needs to know herself as well and you know putting me in front of a mirror and showing me you know you're beautiful and telling me to say it back to myself in the mirror that you're beautiful while holding me while I cry and being so supportive when I was afraid to open up and afraid to be you know vulnerable I appreciate everything that that man has done for me and again although I am really not healed from all this pain I'm not fully healed I'm not fully healed from all this pain and disappointment I'm learning how to process it differently and not from a place of hurt or anger or um, irritation or just you know anger <laughs> but from a place of having peace in my heart and a firm understanding that God loves me so much and that I am on a path to finding myself and holding on to her so tight with all the love and strength that I have in me and that my dad's not being who I needed them to be in my life at the time that I needed them doesn't hurt as bad anymore because when I see my kids getting wrapped up in love and care and happiness it makes me so full like I may not have had the childhood they have 
or the kind of dad that will go to the ends of the earth for them I know that that generational curse stops with me and that's powerful that is so powerful and only God can write that kind of story for me my kids have a wonderful dad that loved them so much I'm just thankful that although I have daddy issues it's not as painful as it was before it's not as despairing as it was before it's not as irritating as it was before or stressful it's like I deal with it in a different way I process it in a different way I let go of it and I literally give that pain that anger that upset that disappointment to Yahweh and I let it go because only Jesus only Jesus can make you who you are supposed to be only Jesus so let it go move on have peace have joy because those things are allotted to you because of whose daughter you are because our daddy never failed us and he never will so I just want to thank you guys again for listening to the black girl healing podcast I really really appreciate you guys and I will see y'all on the next one bye